everybody. This is Carla Swanigan, and you are listening to the KSM Podcast. Today on the podcast, I wanted to talk to you a little bit about God being our provider and what that looks like, especially what that looks like when we're going through really tough financial circumstances, maybe. I don't know what your situation may be, but I know that for, for me and my husband, my family, it's been a rough few years. We, um, we've just been going through a lot of financial um, stress and almost it seems like, I guess I would want to say maybe a season of lack, but we haven't really lacked. We've just not had more than enough. You know what I mean? So um, I've just been praying about that a lot lately and thinking about it. And um, the Lord's been taking me in scripture to the book of Exodus a lot lately. It's been in some of the devotionals I've been doing and some of the um, online people that I follow and study and also in my own Bible reading time. And um, I was just reading this morning out of Exodus chapter 13. It's when the Israelites are leaving Egypt. They've been enslaved for like, I don't know, 400 years or something crazy like that. And God's ready with Moses to deliver them from the wilderness. He's heard their cries of despair and he is going to rescue them. And so he's taking them through the wilderness and Moses says to them, I think this is the part where they're, they're coming up to the Red Sea and they're freaking out because they see the Red Sea ahead of them and they see the Egyptians chasing them on their horses and chariots behind them. And it really looks like they have no way out and they're complaining and, and freaking out, which I mean, I would be too. I totally understand that. And Moses says to them, God will certainly come to your aid. And um, I just, I think that that's what the Lord has been saying to me. And so I don't know who um, is listening to this today, if it's for the season that you're in right now or a situation you're in, or if it's for a situation that um, is coming up that you might need to remember this verse down the road. But I just love that the Bible so clearly speaks to us all the time. And looking back on these stories and seeing how God delivered the people in the Bible out of their nightmare situation so encourages me and reassures me that he's going to deliver me also. But, um, my, my story is for those of you who haven't heard my testimony before. Um, when I came back to the Lord, I had a, a really good job and, um, it was my identity and I had been doing it for about, Oh, 15 years. I was in sales and, um, after about a year or so, the Lord started putting it on my heart that he wanted me to lay my job down and, and come be at home and start studying the word and take some Bible study classes and just get really involved in my healing. And so I was spending a lot of time at my church, taking the classes that were available to me. And I was also spending a lot of time here in my sunroom, just really building my relationship with the Lord, getting in the word, worshiping, um, just sitting still, you know, at his feet, I guess, and, and letting him speak truth to me and minister to me and just really establishing a foundation of a relationship with him. And so that's what I did, but it was a real scary prospect. My husband and I prayed, like I said, it took us about a year to pray that through and make sure that this was the Lord. So, um, back in 2008, late 2008, winter of 2008, I put my notice in at my job that I'd been at for 15 years 
And in January of 2009, I quit my job and started doing all the things that I mentioned. Well, that first year was really scary because we counted on my income to pay our bills and to pay our mortgage. And we had health insurance through that company. And so everything had to change. And we really didn't have, we knew that on paper it wasn't going to work. When we ran the numbers, we knew that God was going to really have to show up because we did not have enough with John's income to make it work. And my husband has a seasonal business, um, so it really depends on nice weather for him to be able to work and for him to um, bring in the income. And so winter has always been especially tight for us. So that first year in Colorado, the winter was really rough. So January through April, we got tons of snow and there wasn't a lot of work for John, um, my husband. And so it was pretty tough. So I remember I had only been gone from my job for just a couple of months and we got a really expensive heating bill because like I said, it had been a really cold um, winter here in Colorado and my husband kind of freaked out and he's like, I don't know how this is the biggest bill we've ever had. I don't know how we're going to pay this. You know, it's either pay this bill or get groceries this week. Like we can't do both. And I was just like, oh my gosh, Lord, you know, I know that you called us to this. You know, I know that, that this is what you wanted me to do. We prayed about it. We, you know, sought godly counsel. I'm really sure this is you, but I really need a confirmation. I just need you to confirm to me that this is what you're calling me to. And, um, so I just prayed that morning and I just happened to be doing a Bible study by Priscilla Shire that morning that um, was on the Egyptians and Moses and everything about being in the wilderness. And like I said, this is back in the winter, spring of 2009. And in the Bible study that very day, she was talking about her parents and how when they were called to go to seminary, that they didn't have much money and her dad couldn't work full time because he was in school and they were really struggling to pay their bills and to have food to put on the table. And he just, her dad just went before the Lord and said, listen, I'm going to need you to confirm that this is where I'm supposed to be, or I have to go back to work. You know, I don't have money to pay the bills. I don't have money to get groceries. And so I just need you to do something, Lord. And that very night when they went to the mailbox, they had a check for $500 from an anonymous person that um, obviously God had just put it on their heart to, to give to his family. And so they were able to pay their bills and go get groceries. And Priscilla remembers that as a very monumental um, God moment in her life where her faith was shown, you know, in real life where they could see that God was showing them that he was right there and that he would deliver them and that he came to their aid, just like it says in Exodus chapter 13. And so I just prayed right then in that moment and said, God, I need you to do something like that for me and John in our lives. You know, we've got this electric bill that has to be paid so we can keep our heat on and we need to get groceries this week. And so we just really need you to show up, God. And so I prayed that that morning. I even had um, a friend who called and I, and I talked to her about it and I asked her to please, you know, I wanted her to pray with me and she even said to me, you know, are you sure you're supposed to have quit your job? Are you sure that was really God? Because, you know, if God calls you to something, you shouldn't, it shouldn't be hard. It should be easy. And so I hung up with her and I was even more confused. And I've come to find out since then that that was not necessarily um, 
a word from the Lord for me. I think sometimes in our humanness and in our flesh, we can get into fear and and we can speak doubt and unbelief even when we don't mean to. I know that that was not my friend's intention at all. She was she was trying to help me and speak truth to me. But in that particular case, God was calling me to believe him and stand firm on the promises that he'd made me and my family. And so I just, I spent that day pretty confused after that phone conversation with her and I just kept praying. And so it was time for the kids to get home from school and I went to the mailbox and that day in the mail, the same day that I had read the story in my Bible study, the same day that my husband had called me freaking out, the same day that I had prayed and asked God to confirm to me, there was a check in the mail for $500. It was a, it was like a cashier's check or a money order. I can't remember which one it was, but it just, it just was made out to me and my husband. And it was, um, from a bank and the person had requested to remain anonymous. We even called and asked and, um, they wouldn't tell us. And it was a $500 check. You guys that same day. And that so encouraged me and my husband. We knew that God was watching after us. We knew that that was his way of confirming that we were right where we were supposed to be. So I don't know what you're going through today that you need confirmation on, um, that you need encouragement. But I just pray that for you right now in Jesus' name, that God would encourage you, that he would give you a sign and show you that you are right where you're supposed to be, that he hasn't forgotten you, that he's making a way for you even when you can't see it. And... um So what do we do? Like, how do we stay in faith when we're going through a really hard financial season? Like what's going on right now in my life? Um, It's still been kind of a rough season for us. You know, here it is years later and I'm in full-time ministry and we dealt with some real struggles this winter. Um, Our water well went out and we had to replace that. And that was super expensive. My son's graduating from college and, and needs moving expenses to get halfway across the country to his new job. And we have doctor's bills and the weather's been crazy again. So my husband hasn't been working a lot. So it just seems like all these financial things are coming against us. And I'm just like, Lord, what do I do? And so I feel like these are the things that he told me to share with you today. First of all, it tells us in Exodus chapter 14, verse 14, that we need to, Moses said to the people, don't be afraid, stand firm. And see the Lord's salvation. He will provide for you today. For the Egyptians that you see today, you will never see again. The Lord will fight for you. And all you do is be quiet. You must be quiet. And so when I studied that further a little bit, what Moses was saying to them was don't panic. Don't grumble. Don't complain. Don't say negative things over your situation. Just be quiet. Trust in the Lord. Remember his goodness. He's delivered you from so many things before and stand there and let him come to your aid. Let him fight for you. And that's what he's reminding me to tell you today. Also, another thing that we can do for each other is pray for each other. You know, it tells us in Hebrews chapter 10, verse 23. I just wanted to read that to you guys. So now we must cling tightly to the hope that lives within us, knowing that God always always keeps his promises. You guys, he always keeps his promises. So we can encourage each other. Like if you have a friend that you trust that you can call and just say, Hey, pray for me, encourage me. You know, I just need to be lifted up today. And then you can pray for them. It's so good to, um, remember that God is faithful and that he will not leave you stranded. 
and to also remember his past deliverances. You know, um, it says in Psalms 42, verse 6, David's talking to the Lord and he says to God, you know, why aren't, he says to himself, he says, why are you so downcast, oh my soul? You know, I will strengthen myself in the Lord. And he just stood there and encouraged himself. And sometimes you don't have a friend that you can call. You're not in a situation where you can reach out to anybody. You have to really stay in there and encourage yourself. You have the opportunity to be negative or to grumble and complain or give up, or you can choose to encourage yourself. And that's honestly, you guys, to be totally real, that's what I had to do this morning when I got up and I'm facing the same situations, the same financial stuff. And I'm just like, okay, I'm going to be like David. I am going to tell my soul to straighten up and get right and just think on positive things. And then it says also earlier in first Samuel chapter 30, verse six, um, it tells us that David strengthened himself in the Lord and that's what you have to do. And so another way that I do that is, um, like what I did this morning, I get online, I've got a bunch of different podcasts that I listen to that encourage me. Sometimes I listen to Joel Olstein cause he always has a positive word of encouragement. I listen to Chris Fallatin or Havila Cunnington or Joyce Meyer. I was listening to her while I was working out this morning on the treadmill and all those people speak truth and life to me. So if you've got some podcasts you can listen to or, um, some even listening to that devotional audio devotionals. If you have those, you can listen to the Bible on audio on your phone, wherever you at, and also some good worship music. That's just encouraging and it lifts your spirit up. So that's a way that you can strengthen yourself in the Lord. And so I hope that helps. I don't know what you're going through, but God does. And so I don't think it's a coincidence that you're listening to this podcast of the day that you're listening to it. I think his timing is always perfect. And so I hope all these things encourage you. Um, it's just different ways that he's helped me remember his goodness. He's brought us through before. He'll bring us through again. Um, I wanted to read Psalms 121 over you before you go. And it's out of the Passion Translation. I look up to the mountains and hills, longing for God's help. But then I realize that our true help and protection comes only from the Lord, our creator who made the heavens and the earth. He will guard and guide me never letting me stumble or fall. God is my keeper. He will never forget or ignore me. He will never slumber nor sleep. He is the guardian God for his people. Jehovah himself will watch over you. He's always at your side to shelter you safely in his presence. He's protecting you from all danger, both day and night. He will keep you from every form of evil or calamity as he continually watches over you. You will be guarded by God himself. You will be safe when you leave your home and safely you will return. He will protect you now and he will protect you forevermore. So I just want to pray for you guys before you go. Father God, thank you so much for all my friends listening. Lord, I just believe that you so wanted me to get this podcast done and and air on the air today as soon as possible because there's people out there that really need to hear it. I know I needed it for myself this morning. And so I just love sharing what you're doing in my life, Lord, because I know that you're affecting other people's lives with what you're doing too. So I just thank you, God, in advance for um, bringing breakthroughs 
especially for people that need a financial breakthrough. Lord, I pray over their debt. I pray over their mounting financial circumstances. Lord, I pray that you would bring miracles. I pray that you would bring checks in the mail like that you did for me and John all those years ago. I pray that they would have amazing friends that would stand by them and speak truth and life and the word of God to them and encourage them and lift them up in prayer when they need it. And I also pray, Lord, that you would give us those people to pray for. Even when we're going through it, Lord, that's the best time to pray for somebody else that's going through it. So I pray, God, that you would put people on their hearts that they can pray for also that need a breakthrough. And Lord, I pray that you um, just remind them right now of all the times that you have brought them through in the past. I pray that they would strengthen themselves in the Lord like David tells us to do, that they would remember your goodness and all the ways that you have delivered them in the past and that it would encourage them and it would fill them with faith to believe you now again, Lord, because you will not leave them stranded. They will not be left behind. And I pray, Lord, that that you would really put a guard over their mouth and that they would stand still like it tells us in Exodus chapter 13. And watch um, you come to their aid, Lord, and that they would they would be silent and they would not grumble and complain or speak negative words over their situation, but they would just trust you and they would say, God is my deliverer, he is my provider, and he's gonna bring me through this. I may not know how and I may not know when, but he has done it before, and I know he will do it for me and my family again. So I bless you guys. I pray all these things in Jesus' name. Be encouraged, friend. He has not forgotten you. Get a good um, podcast going today. Get some good worship music going. Do whatever you have to do to encourage yourself and strengthen yourself in the Lord and remember His goodness and just stand firm because the Egyptians that you see today, you will never see again. So God bless you. Have a great day. Love you guys. I'll talk to you next time.